I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, welcome to Let's Get Relational. This is our introductory episode mm -hmm. where you get to learn a little bit about who we are, why we're doing this, and what you can expect. Yeah. So um, we have gone through a lot in our own relationship as well as in our personal relationships. And over the course of, you know, half of my life at least, and I'm 24, uh, we've done just a lot of work. And the what we've experienced is that a lot of other people have like looked at our relationship and been like, um, how does, how do, how are you doing that? This is, this is very interesting. Tell me more, please. So um, with that in mind, we've had so many people come to us and, and wonder like how we're, how do we make this relationship work so well? Um, and how are we taking what we've learned um, as well and bringing that to our other relationships? So we figured it might be good, especially during this pandemic, since this is when we're starting it, um, to kind of talk about how we've grown as people and learned how to better not only our relationship as a mother and daughter, but take what we learned from that and move that into helping better all of our other relationships with our friends, with um, uh, romantic partners, potential partners, uh, uh, family members, like all the whole shebang, you know, for all of the relationships. <laughs> um, and we just wanted to share that with you because we know there's a lot of uh, complicated relationships out there. And if there's any way that we could help you help better your relationship or with other people or with yourself to be able to uncomplicate the, the relationship that you're in or sort of lessen the complication, um, we'd, we would love to be able to do that for you. So that's, that's where we're coming at this. We really have a passion for this and both mm -hmm. of us have a lifelong commitment to personal growth and mm -hmm. spiritual evolution is how I'll put it. And to give you some context, we, for me, I've been through uh, an abusive dad, um, uh, not very much money growing up, having to put myself through college and graduate school, uh, difficult circumstances that I had to overcome to become who I was. So at a very young age, I started doing that kind of work. And what was interesting was, this will date me because I am in my 60s, and in my um, teens, I was a little bit younger than Sarah, I went to a church camp where mm -hmm. we did work the entire week on uh, T.A. Harris's I'm Okay, You're Okay. So that was my first big introduction to personal development and really deciding who you wanted to be in the world and creating your life the way you wanted. It was my first introduction to no matter what the circumstances around you are, that when you can love yourself and accept yourself, mm -hmm. that you can do anything and you can be anyone you want to be. And we are not the kind of people, you don't want to hang out with us if you're the kind of person who's, oh, that's just the way I am. You know, I got a temper and that's just the way it is. It's like, well, no, like that's, they're not the kind of people we usually um, surround ourselves with. For us, it's not about heavy personal growth all the time you know it's not <laughs> no. drudgery it's no. but it's about how do we feel more expansive given mm -hmm. what we've been through so I've been through a divorce of my parents I've been through a divorce of a long-term relationship I've been through um, estrangement from stepchildren I raised you know all kinds of things that have really put me through the ringer and uh, as a course of all of that we had a very close relationship mm -hmm. and that got uh, a little bit damaged and a little bit um, off course 
during the course of a breakup with her other parent. Yeah. And so that's a lot of what has fueled our work together is yeah. to make sure that we're solid. Yeah, so for me, I was like the middleman basically once the uh, divorce happened. And I was 16, 15? 15. 15 at the time. Only, you know, only five months away from being 16. But, um, why is that important? I don't know. <laughs> but I was, I was like the, I was a middleman and I was being pulled more in one direction um, because I had a parent that didn't, was probably, I think, greatly hurt in a lot of ways by the split and so tried to turn me against my mom. And in, in the course of that, I was uh, started to wonder if what I thought was really true, what were my thoughts, what weren't my thoughts, was I just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Um, I was I was like lost and I was incredibly depressed and um, I just didn't know what to do and it ended up with me breaking down in her living room like five months later and uh, you know, real, just, just straight, just asking her like, I don't know what is true anymore. I don't know what I'm thinking anymore and what is actually mine or what someone else has told me to think. Um, and so that that is the, the, that was the turning point for me where I was I decided I wanted to go to regular like talk therapy. I also did somatic therapy, which is like the body work. And um, from there, it just became a progressive uh, personal growth journey to really focusing on um, coming into my own power and being able to fully realize like who I am as a person and who I want to be in the world and not be so affected by what other people want me to be or how they want me to see other people. Like, no, I'm my own person. I have my own mind. I have my own opinions and I can roll with that. And that's, I wanted to have my own power. I wanted to be able to stand up for myself. And that carried me forth through other tumultuous situations with that same parent um, to get to the point where I am now. And at this point there, there was a really toxic relationship with them where I had to uh, metaphorically close the door on that relationship. So I had, I don't have a really much of a relationship with that parent anymore because I needed to do that for myself. Um, and I, with doing that, I don't think I would have become the person I am right now being able to do this um, let's, get let's get relational thing with my mom if I hadn't done that because that is what gave me the space to really grow even more and to fully expand into uh, really who I wanted to become. Yeah, and one of the things I would say through that whole experience that really stands out for me was that I... I felt very victimized. She felt very victimized. Mm -hmm. It was really not a great situation. And what I I did uh, for our relationship was I took a stand for our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, before this happened, we were really close. And I'm not willing to let that go. Mm -hmm. And we can't work on that if we can't figure out how to be together and work through things. It's not going to work for you to not spend time with me. Because mm -hmm. there was some pressure to not spend time with me. And... I said, that's just not going to happen. You know, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll figure out a way to make it work that feels good to you. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. And so I enrolled her in talk therapy and somatic therapy, later in breath work. And, you know, she's been doing a lot of really incredible work for herself. I'm so proud of her as a 24-year-old to have had this kind of uh, exposure and then to welcome it into her life and decide mm -hmm. that she's going to have her life be different. And she's going to create the life that she really wants. And 
So for me, it's been about how do we create the relationship we really want, mm -hmm. and that's really spilled over into every other relationship in my life, and I think in yours too. Yeah. So just that opportunity to look at, deeply look at, how we feel about ourselves. So there's no way I could have done the work I did with her if I hadn't done work on myself. And there's no way she could have done the work with me if without doing the work on herself. Yeah. And that's that's the starting point there is to really look inward first before looking outward. Um, because a lot of um, issues, at least that I had, uh, that were triggered during this whole process of the, the splitting of parents was um, I'm, a, I'm adopted and a lot of uh, people who are adopted have really deep abandonment wounds. Um, and so for me, that was like a really massive trigger through all of that. So there were, there were triggers that were happening for me that I needed to first, um, not necessarily confront because that's really harsh, but uh, be able to accept and understand and welcome into my life in a way that I could uh, love them so that it's not, they're not as gnarly. Um, they're not as prickly and pokey like barbed wire or something like that, that they can smooth out the edges so that I know that when they're happening, I'm like, oh, that's, that's just a wound that I'm still working on healing, but it doesn't have to control me. Um, so being able to see that and do that meant I could then come to the relationship with my mom and be able to uh, work through things and have conversations about things that needed to be done within our household, within our relationship, uh, talk about uh, things that moving forward for like my future, which was terrifying, you know, for like a 16, 17 year old, um, going into college, having to leave home, like what am I supposed to do with all that? Ah! Um, so it just set up the foundations to be able to have those conversations and just, they were conversations. Um, yeah, and I think the, the biggest thing for us has been about the commitment to the relationship mm -hmm. and commitment to figure it out. And we're not special. And that's the part I want to just say, we're not special. There's nothing no. really unusual about us. There's no reason why we can make this work, but you can't. Anybody can do what we're doing. It, yeah. it takes some courage. I will say yes. that. Yes, but it does. The first part of it is just uh, creating an awareness. Mm -hmm. And so what we did was we created what we consider the five pillars of really healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. So our first five episodes, we'll talk about that. And then we're going to go all kinds of places from there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We got, gonna, we got plans. We got plans. We got some plans for you. So we just want you to relax, kick mm -hmm. back, have a good listen or a good watch, and mm -hmm. um, see where this might affect your life and yeah. whether or not this is something that can help you. And if you have requests, we're going to be taking those too later. Yeah. And um, we just really... We both feel very passionate about people having really great relationships. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes such a difference in our lives to, yeah. to have such a great relationship with each other. And it's not perfect. No. So I don't want you to, to get any magical notion in your head. Oh, they have such a perfect relationship. Mm -hmm. I could never do that. Well, honey, I'm here to tell you. <laughs> you can have a good relationship. And uh -huh. you just need to decide it's going to happen. And let mm -hmm. go of your attachment of how you thought it was going to look. And that I think is the most important thing is like, yeah. I had a certain image of how things were going to look, but honestly, and I think you'll agree with this, things are way better than we ever thought they could oh, be. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, like when you let go of that expectation, then you really open yourself up to the world of opportunities and possibilities <laughs> that if you were holding on to one thing or two things or even three things, there's like 50 bajillion other things that could have popped up that aren't popping up because you're only looking for the three things that you're looking for. And with that, then you're, you're, not, you're not getting the experience to be able to 
um, have all of the opportunities come up or many come up that might be better than even the ones that you're expecting. So by not expecting certain things, we're able to have really great relationships with our friends, um, with each other that would not have been possible if we were looking at for looking at one expectation or a couple of how it's supposed to be because every relationship is going to be different. You're going to want different things from different people. Um, and you're, and those, and those same relationships might evolve over time. So they, you may not want certain things or need th certain things from some people, but over time that may change. So it's also not expecting the relationships to always stay the same. Um, and being open to having them evolve as well is really important. Yeah. So that's just a little bit about us. As yeah. we go along, you'll have an opportunity to write to us and tell us what you'd like to hear about us. You can ask us questions mm -hmm. about our relationship with each other or with anybody else in our lives. Yep. And uh, <laughs> we are totally transparent. And, and that's not to say we um, have bad boundaries. Not at all. No. But we don't believe in living our lives in a defended way. Yeah. We believe in living our lives in a very open way, mm -hmm. and we are uh, choosy about who we trust with our deepest, innermost secrets. Yeah. But a lot of the rest of our lives are pretty open and transparent. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in fact, I can't think of too many secrets I have that I don't share with the people who are important to me. And that's the part that we've gotten to, I think, yeah. um, is that we're really secure in ourselves and really secure in our relationship. Yeah. So we're okay being on camera, being uh, in your earbuds, just being available for you to mm -hmm. learn from us possibly or to give us feedback on what you need more help with. And yeah. you know, we, we're really here for you and we, um, we have a deep love and passion for, for you and um, for your happiness. Mm -hmm. And Your and happiness is super important. Um, we've worked so hard to, uh, as individuals, as a mother and daughter to like reach the level of enjoyment that we have in our life. And we want it to keep like growing exponentially. And so we want to be able to hold that space for you because I know there's a lot of people out there that maybe aren't happy and, um, or feel really miserable or feel stuck. And we want to be able to hold open the space and the vision that that doesn't have to be your life. You can have a totally fucking awesome life. And we would like to be able to create an opportunity for you to get there. So welcome. And together, let's get relational. Mm -hmm. We love you. Mwah.